As you heard from the previous speaker and uh, yesterday, most of the speakers, everybody sort of had defining moments in their lives that sort of changed uh, what they do. Uh, I, I'm sort of the opposite of almost everybody uh, that, that is here in terms of uh, uh, my hero uh, growing up uh, was uh, James Dean, and I don't mean the sausage guy. Um, I, I was definitely a rebel without a cause. Um, I was pleased to hear Larry King talking uh, yesterday. I barely graduated from uh, high school. Uh, in fact, I got a D minus instead of an F in a uh, government class, and that allowed me to graduate. Uh, my, my type of thinking is totally at one extreme. It's intuitive thinking, and so memorization uh, processes were not uh, my favorite. Uh, I refused to take spelling tests because I thought they were stupid. Uh, so I, I thank God today for Microsoft. Um, uh, but uh, after uh, barely getting out of high school, I decided to take up a surfing career. Uh, this was in the uh, early 60s. And if you weren't in college, you got drafted. And I got drafted off my surfboard down in Newport Beach. Uh, and in deference to the previous speaker, um, my parents were both Marines during World War II, and they thought the worst thing to happen to me was to go into the Army, so they wanted me to uh, uh, talk to a Navy recruiter. I was actually a swimming champion in, in, uh, in school, and I got recruited into the Navy to be on the Navy swim team, and there was a caveat. I, the caveat was I had to go through boot camp first. And it was in the middle of uh, boot camp uh, that Lyndon Johnson came on the air and announced the escalation of the war in Vietnam uh, and the cancellation of military sports teams. Uh, so my career uh, as a, uh, a swimmer went down the drain. Uh, the only uh, choice I had uh, was to go to a training school. And I could go to any because I had the top score in these uh, pseudo IQ tests that were given there. But the only one that you could choose that didn't require you to extend your time in the military was the hospital corps school. Uh, they didn't tell you why that was, uh, you didn't have to extend. But uh, uh, a year later, I was running an infectious disease ward at Balboa Hospital. And a year after that, I was running the intensive care uh, unit in Da Nang, Vietnam. Uh, that's where my life as a, uh, a surfer and uh, sort of a, a rebel turned around. And listening to the stories yesterday, it was sort of a combination of General Krulak's story with uh, what Dr. Cole uh, was talking about with the starfish. And my, my goal was to sort of save one starfish at a time. But that was very frustrating to me. I became very motivated to go back to school. Uh, when I came back to uh, the civilized world, I had a very different view of life. I did all my uh, undergraduate and graduate school in, in six years, and this was really starting from scratch because I really had no prior uh, education. But at this point in time, I, so at roughly age uh, 26, I was at the same point that Nathan was at age 14, and most of you are uh, at age uh, 17. And that is I had tremendous potential energy, as you do. You have tremendous potential. But doing something with that potential is very different than having it. And I think you have, I, I hope you haven't been given false expectations of all the tremendous things you've heard here that uh, you can go on in, in your guaranteed uh, uh, accomplishment. Science is, uh, to me, a privilege. It's a privilege in the society, and it's also important for society. 
But science is uh, tremendous periods of hard work punctuated by small periods of uh, tremendous intuition and discovery. Uh, and we've been successful in terms of trying to characterize human genes. I wanted to get a global view of life to try, I didn't understand why many people died in Vietnam. Um, it, it didn't make sense, I didn't understand life. Most of the physicians didn't either at the time. And so we've been working to understand the fundamental basis of life and we're just starting to make progress uh, doing that. Uh, my countdown timer uh, disappeared. I, I have 99 minutes uh, left. It started at four minutes, so I guess I have four minutes of questions, so we, we can skip to genomics now and open it for questions. Thank you. Hi. Uh, my name is Chad Thompson from Amarillo, Texas. And my question is, is whenever you're, uh, you're finding all these genes that are like helping that like can identify cancers and stuff, do you have any fears you might find something that's better left alone? Well, all, this is important fundamental information. And information is both, gives power, it gives economic power, and it's also extremely dangerous if it's misused. Uh, we can predict the future with this information. We can tell in utero whether somebody is likely to come down with Huntington's disease in their fourth or fifth decade of life. And so that information can be misused now. And it, we call it genetic discrimination, and many of us have been working, tr trying to get laws changed so that if people have a genetic uh, uh, misprint, which all of us have, and, and that's I guess the, the beauty of the system, once we know all this information, we'll find that every one of us has lethal genes and there'll be no basis of discrimination because uh, none of us would be insurable. Um, so I, there is danger with the, the information, but it, it's important, you've heard the theme of lifelong education, of constantly being aware of what this information is and how to use it. And just one quick analogy, the, the genome area has sort of been likened to the Manhattan Project in scale and scope. But there's, to me, a very important difference. Very few of us here, and there probably are some here, that maybe had a say in the Manhattan Project and whether nuclear weapons would be developed or used. With genetic information, every one of you will be making decisions based on what you learn about your own genetic makeup. And when you make that decision, you'll be making a decision for society. So it's a very different scope, uh, but there is danger if it is misused. One more question. Are there many government regulations on the type of work that you do? Uh, some people would like there to be more government regulations on, on the work that we do, mainly because there's a lot of misinformation about uh, genetic engineering and about discovering the potential of what's in uh, life. Uh, I think there are regulations being developed. I, I think there's people overestimate the power right now of this work in terms of gene therapy. Uh, polls in USA Today and other places have indicated that over half the population would be happy to use genetic uh, information to change the type of babies that they have. Uh, that's just not possible now, so that's uh, it's not likely to be possible in the near future. I, I think uh, uh, regulations are certainly going to be important in terms of how the information is used and to, to make sure that it's not misused. Thank you.